Well, hey there, one and all. This is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast, coming to you from the 420 SS studio right here in Lakewood, Washington. Well, here it is. Already the middle of August, and now the temperatures are going to show up, okay? If only for a day, right? Uh, mid to upper 80s into the weekend, and then on Sunday, supposedly a, uh, a high of 96 slated. Uh, but then once again, we fall back into the mid 80s into the next week. So it's no big deal. I mean, it's one day of sweltering. Swelter in place. Don't forget, that's that's my hashtag, baby. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, moving on. Uh, due to circumstances last week, okay? Circumstances last week, I, uh, dude, I, <laughs> I had to scrap everything that I had done for the show because it was beyond sloppy, okay? Uh, yeah, it was BS, beyond sloppy. Uh, it, it just wasn't fit for consumption. Uh, so let's consider last week a bye week, you know? Meaning I sh- <laughs> while I should have played, I, I simply did not. It was mainly practice. Eh, you know. Uh, let's see here, moving on there. Um, it's not working, okay. Uh, so, just to let you know, and I think you probably already know this, but, you know, I care about the podcast. I really do. Uh, and I am my own worst critic. When I settle on the content and it goes off without a hitch, meaning it makes myself laugh at myself, then I know it's ready, okay? Uh, so here we are, and here we go. Happy 40th episode, folks. That's right. 4-0. It's been just over a year using uh, Anchor. I began using the Anchor app. Uh, let's see. I was on the road, as a matter of fact, for an extended vacation. Okay. Uh, it's actually in the uh, town of Prineville, Oregon, of all places. Uh, I've got some family history there, so uh, when I kicked kicked it off, uh, I can, what am I trying to say here, um, basically I, I consider the first episode on the Anchor app as my inaugural beginning for the Sloppy Pod, uh, although I've got some videos on my YouTube channel, but, uh, but I digress, um, and now I just need to acclimate myself more to the Anchor community. And start to schedule guests for interviews and and kind of broaden what I have. I mean, um, yeah, I just need to grow, man. <laughs> yeah, both literally and figuratively. Uh, but stay tuned for that. Uh, but this is where my anxiety lies, folks. Um, you know, I don't know, man. The uh, the whole. Uh, Doing interviews and stuff, it just kind of uh, doesn't sit right with me. I just have to get, I just have to get comfortable, man. Uh, let me grab a quick drink here. Okay. Um, so we're moving on. Whoo, man. Uh, 
Well, I had my second round of BCG. That's uh, B-C-G, Google homework. Um, and I had that <laughs> I had that on Wednesday. Uh, and as it goes with a lot of things, I, I tend to hype it up in my head as it's something that it's really not. Uh, but with that being said, let me tell you something that it is. <laughs> it is a uh, a sloppy goop of topical anesthetic onto Mr. Johnson's head and under the hood, Fo- <laughs> followed by <laughs> followed by the ever dreaded penetration of the catheter. Yeah, that's right, catheter into the hole. Yes, <laughs> the hole. It is also wiping off the ac- ac- wiping off the excess uh, that has fallen down between my legs. Yeah, it's not pretty, folks. Gathering myself to appear normal after, yeah, knowing I still have four more weeks of this exactly the same thing just ahead of me. So, and and the BCG, okay, um, I asked that you Google it as homework because it's uh, my cancer treatment, and it is a uh, immune uh, immune immunotherapy, okay, uh, and it's dude, it's, it's not pretty, man. But cancer is ugly in itself. Uh, let's see here. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, so. Wiping myself down and and going home and crying. No, not, not really, but... Uh, yeah, so... Okay, so with, with that... And I hope I didn't make you too uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but we're going to go for a, a quick break. We'll be right back. Well, hey there. Welcome back to the 420th Studio, the Sloppy Pod, and here we go. All right, so uh, <laughs> as I thought I was done with the last segment, I, I was. Um, but I wanted to uh, share with you a bit more, just a little bit more, about what led up to that decision. Uh, and I will share with you a snippet of what transpired. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I was 80% done writing that episode, okay? Um, and then, <laughs> unknowingly, having not saved it, I took Microsoft up on uh, up on its offer of upgrading Word because they, they're not going to support a 2010 version. And... Uh, and so when I when I did that, when I took them up on their ad or whatever... Uh, I went ahead and I forgot about saving it. I've got ADHD, man, and it kills me each and every day. Stuff like this happens all day long. So anyway, I take up uh, the new Microsoft Word, and I lost everything in the story there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> let's see. So, okay, so when, again, on Tuesday I had the, the toothache, um... And basically, I uh, 
<laughs> I uh, had well, uh, oh my God, what am I trying to say? I spent the day at the dentist, pretty much. A complete, all I wanted was a tooth out. But they explained to me, look, we don't just pull teeth. We give a new patient complete comp- uh, comprehensive exam, blah, 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 you know. X-rays, going tooth by tooth, explaining the teeth that need to be removed. Yes, that's right, removed. We're talking denture talk, folks. Ugh. Something I really hadn't really wanted to do, but... Look, my teeth, man, they're, uh... They're, they're, they're history, man. They're getting really bad, so... Anyway, we, uh, we're talking dentures now. And, of course, Wednesday... I mean, it was a busy week, folks. Wednesday, I, I did the whole, uh... BCG and everything that I shared with you earlier. Um, Yeah, so there's that. All right. Well, (laughs) that was my bad. I I thought I'd save that one clip. Basically, it was was me wrapping up kind of a bit, uh, you know, a comedy thing. And... uh, I, well, it wasn't really a comedy thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, I I think it uh, it was more <laughs> it was more along the line of uh, a little anger toward the mention of coronavirus, and I hit a wire, um, my microphone probably, and everything, including my phone, went crashing to the floor. Then you heard some MF bombs. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, so you didn't miss much. Anyway, with that being said, let's move on. All right. Um, so uh, maybe a maybe a few light news stories, right? Kind of uh, balance everything out. Okay. So Amazon. Uh, no, we're not talking that the jungle. Uh, Amazon uh, is in discussions with mall owner Simon Property Group about using some of their closed JCPenney and Sears stores for Amazon Fulfillment Centers, the Wall Street Journal said on Sunday. The Wall Street Journal also said it's unclear how many of the stores inside Simon Malt are under consideration. The Sears and JCPenney locations could give Amazon more fulfillment center space closer to customers where delivery drivers could come and unload and pick up. So yeah, that that'd be kind of kind of good, right? Um, yeah, that would be uh, good. That would be gooder, as a matter of fact. But I wanted to add something a little bit to it. Seeing as it was such a short story. Um, And I picked up on something. Uh, There's a correlation. Okay. Loosely based I might add. Between the irony. Of Amazon. Slipping into the old old confines. Of Sears and JCPenney. And and that of Buffalo Bill. Of Silence of the Lambs. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> yeah, so I just come to realize I just I don't know. It was just the 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 thought 
of 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 uh, am oh my god of Amazon going into these old uh, these old uh, Sears and JCPenney, you know the whole thing with the skin and reusing. Anyway, some of you will get that. Some of you, yeah, you probably don't even need to know. Uh, but with that being said, let's move on. Yeah. All right. Moving on, uh, here is, <laughs> here's a good one. A woman is stunned when her new driver's license comes back with a picture of an empty chair. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, it says here, driver's license photos are the worst. <laughs> but one woman, uh, one Tennessean woman is laughing after a clerical error left her with a picture of an empty chair. That's twice mentioning the chair. Hello. Quote, I was with my mom, and we are about to go eat lunch, and I said, you need to see this. This isn't right, Jay Dodd told CNN affiliate WKRN. Yeah, I don't know if that's her real voice, but uh, thought I'd try. Don had recently renewed her license in Hickman County, and when it came in the mail on Thursday, she was surprised to find that in place of her picture ID, there was a photo of an empty chair. Enough with the chair already, right? <laughs> uh, quote, the lady at the DMV did not really believe me when I said, I, I was like, hey, I need my license fixed, Dodd said. Then she looked it up at the uh, in the system and goes, "Oh, I need my manager for this." Okay, uh, the Tennessee let's see, the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security told CNN the error. <clears throat> excuse me. The error happened when the wrong message. I'm sorry, wrong image was captured and saved to Dodd's profile. Quote: When the customer, please God. <laughs> when the customer recently renewed her license online, she received an image of a chair because that was the last picture taken on file, Wes Monster, director of communications, said in a statement. Um, he also said, When the department was made aware of her situation, we immediately made things right with the customer and provided her with a license with her actual photo and have addressed the situation internally. Uh, <clears throat> Luckily, Dodd mostly thinks it's just hilarious and told WKRN that it was a good way to lighten the mood due to the coronavirus. Okay? And this is where everything came crashing down. Uh, yeah. As previously mentioned. Uh, quote, My... <laughs> My boss thinks it's funnier than anyone. I was at work Friday, and he pointed out... Oh, my gosh. He pointed to a chair outside of his office door and, and was like, I thought that was you. I waved at it this morning. I was like, thanks, said Dodd. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, what, there's more? Uh, let's see, strangers even started commenting and sending her memes in her social media to help capitalize on the humorous incident. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so that's that. I'll tell you what, let's go to a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sloppy Pod, <laughs> the four, the four twenty SF studio, and all that entails. Oh man! Uh, so where were we? We were doing, yeah. We got another. Uh, well, this isn't really a light-hearted story. It's kind of a dark-hearted story. <laughs> I thought you know, gotta have contrast, right? Uh, let's see here. Let me get that up here. Uh, la, la, la. Okay, so um, get ready. Hold on to your hat. A Florida elementary student... Uh, right out the bat, a Florida elementary school student was on Zoom for her first day of school. <laughs> oh, man, this is so rough. Uh, so she was on Zoom for her first day of school when her mother was shot and killed. During the online class, police said the shooting happened Tuesday in a uh, in a home in Indian Town, about thirty minutes uh, thirty minutes southwest of Port St. Lucie, just after eight p.m. or eight a.m. Oh man, this sucks. Um, so the uh, suspect. Donald J. Williams was taken into custody that same day and faces charges of first-degree murder as well as other felony uh, offenses, uh, the Marin Martin County uh, Sheriff said. Uh, oh, man. It's really hard to read there. Uh, hang on. So six children were in the home at the time of the shooting, including a 10-year-old girl who was taking an online class for her, uh, for what, good Lord, taking an online class for Warfield Elementary. Many schools around the country have opted for online lessons due to the coronavirus. You know, don't even hit me with that coronavirus bullshit anymore. I'm tired of it. Anyway, with that being said, <clears throat> uh, Snyder said at a uh, at a press conference on Tuesday that the girl's teacher witnessed the child reacting. Oh God, reacting to the shooting. Oh Lord, uh, the teachers uh, online. I've never done a Zoom with children, so I'm picturing there's other children on. <clears throat> Let me uh, scroll down here. Uh, there's other children on, and the teacher can see the children. Uh, the teacher said she heard a commotion, heard profanity, uh, and realized there, uh, realized there was some kind of domestic altercation. Still could see the children. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, that's hard to read, man. Still could see the children that's online. The uh, the teacher uh, the teacher said she mutes the uh, I I can't even read this anymore I'm, I'm I just can't do it um it horrific completely horrific she sees that the uh, the child has her hands up to her ears after hearing gunfire so yeah I can't even imagine that so sorry I brought that story up I I. Didn't think it was going to be that, well, I don't know.
<laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, I haven't heard that song in, um, ever. I mean, it's been a long, long time. Why do you play, uh, why do you bring up Dolly Parton at this time? Well, uh, I will tell you why. Forget the 9 to 5. Supporting the Black Lives Matter movement is a 24-7 gig for Dolly Parton. In a new interview with Billboard, uh, the 74-year-old country legend opened up uh, to the magazine about respecting the call for racial justice and the fight against, <clears throat> excuse me, against police brutality and systemic racism, even if she may not attend uh, attend in-person protests. Uh, let's see. I, I quote: uh, "I understand people having to." Uh, I gotta turn that down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jolene. I understand people having to make themselves known, and I felt uh, felt and seen. Said Parton, and of course, uh, Black Lives Matter. Do we think our little white asses are the only ones that that matter? No, of course not. Anyway, she said no. I I added, of course not. Uh, uh, let's see. So the artist also explained how she approaches communities expressing, oh my gosh, expressing uh, that a symbol or a phrase is offensive, even if it's, uh, even if that iconograph, I, well, uh, whatever, uh, has been openly used for decades. I'm sorry, iconography? Uh, I don't know. Hang on a second. Okay, so the... <laughs> the artist also explained how she approaches communities expressing that a symbol or phrase is offensive, even if the iconography has been openly used for decades. Uh, back in 2018, she branded her Dixie Stampede attraction to, uh, to Dolly Parton's Stampede. Oh, I got it. Okay. After she realized the term Dixie was problematic. Uh, what else? Uh, let me let me see. There, I thought there was more. Okay. Yes. Uh, there is. Uh, there's such a thing as uh, innocent ignorance, and so many of us are guilty of that. Pardon. Told. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> wow. Parton told Billboard. When they said uh, when they said Dixie was offensive uh, offensive word, I I thought well I don't have to offend anybody. This is a business. We'll just call it the Stampede. Hmm, okay. Uh, as soon as you realize that some something is a problem, you should fix it. Don't be a dumbass. She she continued. Uh, that's where my heart is. So. I would never dream of hurting anybody on, on purpose. In a new interview with Billboard, the 74-year-old uh, country legend opened up to the magazine after... Okay, we, yeah, we already read that. So uh, we're good there, and I think we're going to uh, close this out, and uh, we'll move on from there. We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh man, welcome back to the uh, yeah, back to the uh, 420 uh, SF studio. Uh, 
and all that, you know, all that stuff. Um, okay, so we're going to go with um, News of the Weird coming up. Um, I don't think I have anything else going on. And let's see here what we can get into. Uh, ooh, man. Um, okay, so Srin... I, I don't know how to pronounce this name because it's an Indian name. Serenvas. Okay, Gupta. I guess that's right. A businessman in Kopal, India, and his wife, Madhavi, were... <laughs> were building their dream home when she died. Oh, man. When she died in... Oh, my gosh. That, it's not starting off really well for him. Uh, okay, so let me start over. Uh, him and her, uh, his wife, Madhavi, were building their dream home when he, she died in a tragic car crash in 2017. But in many ways, she is still with Gupta, especially now... Now that he has installed, oh no, please no. Especially now that he has installed a life-size wax statue of her in the home. Ay, 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 come on, dude, get over it. I know that's, that's horrible to say, but, ah. Uh, Madavi's likeness is, uh, is in a seated position, clothed in a pink sari and gold jewelry. Uh, the planning for the house was all done by her, and we couldn't imagine entering this new house without her. That's very sweet. Anusha Gupta, one of the uh, couple of daughters, told CNN, uh, at a housewarming party on August 7th, friends and relatives posed with Madhavi on a couch and posted photos on social media. The couple says that they will keep the statue in the courtyard. She used to enjoy the outdoors. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, more power to you, folks. You know, whatever makes the heart feel loved, right? All right. Um, hang on just a second while I grab me a, a drink here. Just water. Um... Okay, so a Chinese businessman living in the United States has commissioned the priciest face mask in the world from Israeli jeweler Wyvel, I guess. The Associated Press reported on uh, August 9th. Yvel uh, owner Isaac Levy said the 18-karat uh, gold mask will cost $1.5 million and will sparkle with 3,600 white and black diamonds. Wow. Money, money may not, uh, I'm sorry, money may be, uh, may be done by everything, Levy, Levy admitted. Oh, good Lord. But it can buy a very, <laughs> very expensive COVID-19 mask. And the, if the guy wants to, oh my gosh. Let me start this over. Hang on a second. Okay, so he bought this mask, okay? He says, money may be done by everything, uh, but it can buy a very expensive COVID-19 mask, and the guy wants to wear it and walk around and get the attention. He should be happy with that. I am happy that this... Wow. 
I'm happy that this mask give, gave us enough work for our employ. Oh my god. You know what? I'm about to pull the plug on this. Anyway, he says, I'm happy that this mask gave us enough work for our employees to be able to provide their jobs. Uh, yeah, provide their jobs in very challenging times like these. Levy said he would not wear it himself, though. Okay. Wow. I mean, can you imagine walking around with a mask like that? Ay, ay, ay. Uh, let's see. Let me... I'm gonna read ahead real quick. Okay, so this next story is a shout-out to all us fat guys. Okay? Some of us, uh... Well, I know a few of them personally. And, uh, give them a shout-out, but I don't want to embarrass them. <laughs> you know who you are, though. Um, okay, so it isn't often that you can thank your overweight belly for saving your life. Uh, but a 28-year-old man in Henan province, China, is doing just that. I thought they were skinny over there, right? Not everybody, I guess. Uh, so the man identified as Liu fell through a wooden cover. I'm sorry, it's not funny, right? Uh, fell through a wooden cover on a well in his hometown of Village <laughs> on August 7th, uh, Fox News reported. But rather than plunging to the bottom, he got stuck in the opening <laughs> uh, with his built-in life preserver. Uh, at least five, fire, five, five firefighters, say that five times fast, or even three, uh, were needed to hoist the man out of the well using a rope tied around his waist. But Liu, is, Liu uh, escaped unharmed. Well, good for him, you fat bastard. Good, good for him. Um, okay, so let's do one more very short stories here. Um, at Shooter's World in Orlando, Florida, a teenage girl uh, walked into... Oh, man, come on. Walked into a display gun safe on August 11th and the door closed behind her, locking her inside. Yikes. Orlando firefighters responded to the scene where they tried the manufactured suggestion. And unfortunately, the fail-safe system failed on it. Wow. Instead, ClickOrlando.com reported responders use... Oh, wow. Use a hydraulic uh, extrication tool to free the girl who was not injured in the uh, incident. Wow, that's another quick story, huh? Well, I tell you what, we can probably uh, camp it right there, yeah? I think we're good. And uh, I guess with that, uh, we can pretty much uh, shut this thing down and head to the house. Oh, wait a minute, I'm at the house. Or the 420 SF studio, as it were. Uh, but with that being said, look, I missed you guys last week. I apologize for the uh, the no show. Uh, it was all. I, I will try to do better, but you know, I think we got a solid show this time, and uh, we'll see you on the next run. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, with that, I will say peace out and see you later.